0: Judges. Plus, she was likable, a necessity with juries. Steve also had one talent Victoria lacked. He could lie with a calm certainty no polygraph could ever discover. She loved Steve and hated him. Sometimes they argued over good morning, but life sizzled when they were together and fizzled when they were apart. Right now, one wrong move and they could be apart forever. Tell me again, she said. Everything. Why? I want to see if you tell the same story two times in a row. Ah, come on, Vic. They were sitting in a lawyer's visitation room at the Miami Dade County Jail. The metal desk and two chairs were bolted to the concrete floor. Victoria hated the place. It smelled of sweat and disinfectant and something vaguely like cat piss. Her ankle-strapped Gucci pumps had slipped on something wet and yellow when she had walked down the corridor. She always felt nauseous visiting a client here. Now that the accused was Steve. She also felt a throat-constricting fear. To get into the jail, she had shown her Florida bar card. To get out, Steve would need a very good lawyer. She had tried and won several murder trials, but with all the emotional baggage, she felt incapable of representing Steve. A surgeon didn't operate on a loved one. If you didn't kill Gorev, who did? she asked. Like I said, Nadia Delova, our client. Our client? Okay, you were at a hearing in Broward. Nadia was a walk-in. She had 5000 in cash and said she just needed me for a one-hour meeting. Where's the money? In an envelope, in my desk drawer. When were you going to tell me about it? That reminds me of a lawyer joke. Not now, Steve. A lawyer sends out a bill for $5,000, and the client mistakenly sends him $10,000. What's the ethical question? Obviously, should he return the money? No. Should he tell his partner? Steve laughed at his own joke. He had a habit of doing that. A lot of his old habits were starting to irritate her. Accepting new clients without her approval was one. Straddling the border between ethical and sleazy conduct was another. Getting charged with murder was a new one. Where's Nadia now? That's what I need to find out. Or you do. You understand your predicament? The cops found me in a locked room with a dead man and a smoking gun. Yeah, I have a pretty good idea. Tell me everything from the top. Nadia was waiting when I unlocked the door to our office at about 8.15 a.m. She said she was a bar girl, very upfront about it. How admirable. Steve ignored her sarcasm and plowed ahead. She must have come straight from work, because she was all dolled up. Mini dress, heels, jewelry, gloves. Loves in Miami in July. Dressy black gloves, up to the elbows, like Holly Golightly in Breakfast at Tiffany's. Wasn't Holly a prostitute? Only in the book. In the movie, she was more like a fun date. Just outside the door, a baby wailed. It was a weirdly discordant sound in this dreadful place. The common visitation area, a dismal space with rows of benches for families, was adjacent to the lawyer's room. The baby's keening reached an impossibly high pitch and Victoria felt a headache coming on. Physical description of this, Nadia, she asked. About your height, nearly six feet, without her heels. She took off her shoes? In the office, for a minute, she rubbed her feet. Is that important? I don't know. Have you ever met this bar girl before? Of course not. But she felt comfortable enough to take off her shoes and rub her feet in your presence? Is that a lawyer's question or a girlfriend's question? Just keep going. What else besides her height and her tired feet? Dark hair, nearly jet black, pale skin and blue eyes. Unusual combination. Very... striking? Well... He swallowed and his Adam's apple bobbed. Victoria made a mental note that Steve, for all his bluster, might not hold up well under cross-examination. If you like that sort of thing, he said finally. I always preferred blondes, like you. Of course. What else about Nadia can you remember? Her lips were very... what's the word? I don't know, Steve. What is the word? Big? Howdy, Victoria said. Eastong? Yeah, exactly. Unlike my very average, very waspy lips? Come on, you have great lips. Anyway, she had a nice... He made a flowing motion with both hands the male pantomime for a curvaceous woman. Victoria figured that men had been communicating this way since they first emerged from